0: Love, talk, radio.
1: You're listening to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. Sam is a certified psychic medium, wellness coach, and is the executive director of Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated and is your answer to finding wellness in every area of life.
2: Welcome to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. I'm your host, Sam Black, and I'm so excited to be joining you on this sunny afternoon with my beautiful friend, Erin Perrette. So I'm so excited that Erin has decided to join me today, that we can bring you some messages and insight in the form of readings today. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping you can all hear me because I've been trying to connect with Erin and she hasn't been able to hear me. So Erin, can you hear me now?
3: I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yay!
2: Yay, it's working. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to the show.
3: Thank you. Pleasure to be back.
2: Wonderful. Are you able to turn your volume up a little bit?
3: Absolutely. Perfect.
2: That's a bit better.
3: How are you doing, Erin? I'm doing really good. I am. I'm laughing because you're like, can you turn your volume up? And that's never a problem I have of being heard.
4: I know. I'm a child
3: of five kids. I'm like, what? You can't hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that's odd. You sound I'm like you're so well
4: and relaxed. I love it.
2: <laughs> your meditation's working, Erin.
3: Oh, good. Good. <laughs> So,
2: you know, we have actually had a lineup of listeners since I logged in 15 minutes ago. They were already waiting. So there's so many people who are excited to get some guidance and insight from us today. And this isn't something I normally do on the show, but you know what? Valentine's is coming up and I just I want to share some love. So I'm so excited to join me today.
3: I am totally excited. This is like um you know, when you get to play with something, like you get toys thrown in front of you, it's like, oh, if you want to play with this, and, I'm, and some people are like, ah, oh, not really. For me, this is something like you just threw a bunch of toys in front of me.
5: So you talk about love
3: and reading. I'm like, game on. This is like giddiness for me.
2: Absolutely. And so for you, those of you who are listening, I'm here in Niagara Falls, Ontario, And Erin's in Southern California, so we don't get to play with each other too often. So this is actually a whole lot of fun for us because, you know, we we live on the opposite sides of uh, the continent. So Erin, why don't you share with everybody a little bit about your reading experience and what you do so they can become familiar with you?
3: Okay, So I'm Erin Pruitt, as Sam said, um, and I'm actually, I come, hail from Ventura, California, which I love, and my background comes from, my original background, which is funny, Sam and I actually have some crossover, is in the social work uh, field, and then I moved into training and consulting, and what I got really clear on early in my career was, being able to hear people, like really hear people, and it takes a lot of concentration and focus, and I fell into mindfulness and meditation, and then when I started diving into that deeper to be able to coach people and work with people clearly, what came up, really came up for me was an ability to have an intuitive sense of being able to intuitively get a feel for people and see what um, obstacles are in their way and really in the last eight years I've cultivated uh, it's kind of probably a mixture of you know natural skill sets and cultivating um, an ability to read people on like life purpose and why was their soul here why did their soul come here why are they here what are they here to do and um, Sam and I actually after uh um, a little shy, a couple of years. My husband was abruptly killed a couple of years ago. And we got a really strong loving marriage, marriage for fifteen years. And that process really um glued together what I had known, what I had worked on and a sense of purpose of who I am and it's really given me the um kind of a Oh, I can't think of it. Like the gasoline and the fire to keep doing what I'm doing and making uh, coaching, intuitive coaching, my meditation classes, my, my my executive coaching and mindfulness
5: available. I think we lost
6: There you are.
3: are. Okay. Um, I was saying that I'm from the U.S., so I don't know if you noticed that we have had some crazy politics lately, and we have people all over the place. So I'm. I feel that it's um, great to be able to offer my services when people are feeling a little ungrounded and unsure, and sometimes in some, you know, crazy conversations. Uh, so yeah, well, that's a little bit about me. And um, I'm both. Uh, you can find me Erin Pruitt on Facebook, um, Instagram. Also, my company's Bent Wings Incorporated. Um. So, and I'm going to be launching my new website within the next week. Super excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up with you, Sam. Like, you keep doing one thing (laughs) and the next, I'm like, gee, what do they do? They feed you, like, caffeine all day in Canada? I mean, I need a little. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
2: know. I've just been totally inspired. It's been absolutely beautiful. And you know what, Erin? My most recent project, and it just kind of all fell into alignment, It was something uh, I, you know, a dream on my I wish to do list. Um, But I'm actually creating an intuitive guidance deck. And so while Mm I was in Mm -hmm. D.C. last week, I actually got to meet with my illustrator and she's gotten to work on some of the cards and I cannot wait to share them with everybody. So everybody who follows along on Monday intuition, you're going to be so excited because hopefully... Before too long, my grounded roots intuitive guidance deck will be released, and you'll be able to play along with that every day. So, um, yeah, I've just been keeping busy, but having a lot of fun with it.
3: You are, yes, that's. I mean, that's that's not a light undertaking. Is it to, I no, kind of it's a good. No,
2: it's just all, all really fallen into place. So it's really, really cool. So how will we get started? We're going to open up the lines, right. and. Um, see what kind of guidance is coming forward for these lovely callers. Hi the area code 916. Welcome to Ground to Roots of Roots with Sam Black. Hello, are you there? All right, so this is area code 916 and the last number is seven. I know everybody's shy, they don't wanna say, hey, it's me, and then they're just talking to themselves. Okay. But if you say, hey, it's me. All right, we're going to put you back on hold, and we will try area code 443, and the last number is four. Hi there, you're on the air.
0: Hey, how are you? Hi,
2: Kathy. Thanks so much for calling in today. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great.
2: Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. I'm so excited to have you on today. How can
0: Erin and I help you? Maybe I can get a message about my soul's journey or past. All right. The general you
2: of- a job change or something in the last two years?
0: There's something significant no. about a
2: change in the last two years, a transformation.
0: Maybe it's my spiritual journey, last two years. I do want to retire in the next two years.
2: That's where the two is coming from. I just keep yeah. seeing a cocoon and then coming out as a butterfly, a lot of transformation.
3: How about you, Erin? What are you seeing? I'm totally with you, Sam. I get that it's around your spiritual growth is where the transformation, the guidance comes from. Kathy, and it feels probably maybe five, ten years ago, would this have felt like a hard right for you, like your where your interest is lying and kind of bubbling up? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and I think oh. that um, keep. Expl- I would invite you to keep exploring that. And I feel like um, I get anxious. I don't know if it's work or the transition, but, you know, as like Sam said, that chrysalis stage is, it can be anxious provoking, and it can be like unsure. And, and Sam and I could totally relate with our own careers, how we've taken some major leaps. But what I feel like when you can get centered and you can breathe and really connect with your intuition um, I really see you getting certainty. And it's not like certainty for the next 10 years, but it's like certainty for the next step or two. And that makes you glow and feel lighter. Um, and I think your spiritual peace is going to drive your career. I think it's actually like a career. It's not like, you know, you're 9 to 5, but it will bring income in if you choose it to, if you choose it to do so. What
6: you,
2: what what yeah, thinking. I
3: really
2: want to echo That's what Erin's saying. Because to me, you're talking retirement I'm getting that you will not be slowing down whatsoever. I really feel like you'll be coming into your own. The other thing, too, is that I really feel the shift around autonomy and really – in your own purpose and not having to take direction from others anymore and really just being able to offer guidance instead so do you do any sort of consulting or something like that where you would be offering some guidance but have your own parameters instead of your current workplace parameters
0: well it's funny because um i am anxious and um they said i've heard when i talk to people that's like a healing type of Modality, yeah, and um, I don't plan on slowing down after I retire. You're right, but I would like to do something else spiritually.
2: Yeah, no, I'm getting called coaching and things like that, where you would actually be doing some sharing of knowledge but empowering others.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I guess I would have to take
1: classes. Well, yeah, absolutely. uh,
3: If you look at your – can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Kathy, I think that it's definitely around – to me, you're strengthening. I think what Sam's saying is about coaching. You're strengthening your voice in this area. So really – and it's your voice not just in spiritual pieces, but it's your voice, like, across your life. And really um, feeling the power of what you say and what you feel. And that will, and I see you being in the healer. For you, it feels like a healer. It feels like you're healing individuals and people. And but I would encourage you to keep building that voice up, and and knowing your voice is a little different. It doesn't have to come off. You're not this, you know, exi- like this. You know, you're not like someone that's gonna, you know, uh, like a ruler that's like, oh, this is so and blah blah blah. blah you know, kind of bark out orders. You're you've got a softer, gentler way. And I would invite you that that's beautiful and that really is heard by your clients in the future, but um, to build it up and to play with the healing world of what kind of lights you up and gets your interest going and know that you're kind of, um, use the next couple of years to be on a, kind of like a scavenger hunt, but mm-hmm. trust yourself. The game is to trust yourself because if you trust yourself, I feel like this This journey goes so much faster. You get there so much quicker. And lastly, you have so much more fun. I would really follow the fun and the play because you can get nervous and anxious, and that takes you out of the enjoyment of the journey. It
0: does. It does. I get so anxious, you know.
3: (laughs) I want to get, yeah. (laughs) I don't know how to stop it. Mm. Sam, you got something on that?
2: Yeah, I love that you mentioned the play, Erin, because I kept getting the play being needed. But also, what was interesting, Kathy, I keep getting the sense that you're having to bite your tongue. Is that a workplace issue, or you're having to bite your tongue a whole lot? Um,
0: romantically. Yeah, maybe. Maybe somebody at work. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if it isn't.
2: You know, it, it actually feels to me like it feels like almost like a power imbalance. Like, I'm not really sure why that would be, but it does feel like it's coming from a male direction and just having to bite your tongue and not say anything.
0: Yeah, he's, he's very arrogant. Okay.
2: Okay, so so know that that has nothing to do with you because biting your tongue, it doesn't feel natural for you. It feels like you generally do say what you mean and feel, but in this situation you're not able to. Do you understand what I'm talking about?
0: Well, yeah, and I did say something recently, and and mm-hmm. we just don't bother with each other. Cause yeah. <laughs> and that's good good.
3: You, just, you put boundaries up. You, you yeah. speaking up sometimes, it was like, hey, this is where my line is, and I think that's okay. Someone goes, oh they don 't have to agree with you, but what they get is there 's a level of respect to not step over that boundary and I think you if you find feel the need to speak up, that actually has you you 're not one that goes there lightly I think you really no. are thoughtful it has to be repetitive so I want to just acknowledge you that if you feel that need to speak up to really invite you to do that because as you go into the healing world and as you become a coach, and really a mentor for others, it, it, we have to um, – the, always the invitation is to mimic that which we're calling, asking our clients to do. So anything like Sam and I are talking to you about, we've done probably tenfold in our own, li- in our own life. So know that you get to play with this because then that will give you more space to coach and encourage and help others do the same.
0: Yeah, you know, it took me a long time to go from my head to my heart. And that's what i'm working on. Oh, you, know, good
3: and that's for where the,
0: you.
3: Yeah, and that's where the throat is. Your that's the connecting link and um play with that, play with it. You'll have just keep think, play, speak, have fun. That your play it's, you know, um I, I see the hummingbird that's a very playful animal. That is your kind of your um inspiration of nature. Mhm. Okay, Okay. thanks so much
2: for calling today, Kathy, and I awesome. hope you'll follow up with us on our Facebook pages and let us know how you're doing.
0: I will, Please. definitely. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Wonderful. Take Bye. good care. We're sending you lots of love.
0: Yeah, same to you.
2: Erin, it's so much fun to play with you like this. <laughs> I love how we always bounce things off each other. All right. So our next poll is in the area code 303 with the last number three. Hi there. You're on the air. Welcome to Ground of Roots with Sam Black and Erin Curry. Thank you.
1: How, Thank what's you. your name? Marilyn. Marilyn.
2: Hi, Marilyn. Thanks so much for calling. How can we help you? Hi, Sam.
1: Well, I have a question. Um, a little bit similar to Erin's story. I got thrown for a loop last year um, and uh, I'm uh, picking myself up, and I need to rejoin the workforce um, in a more positive direction. So, I've been um, really working on, um, you know, manifesting the right work for the right, with the right people in the right place. And this morning, I had a wonderful meeting with someone who I felt really excited about, and I think we had a good connection. And um, there's a potential for follow-up, and I'm feeling really good, like very connected to this potential work opportunity. And I just wondered um, if you sense that as well, or if my guides have other um, ideas for me. Okay. Well, to get
2: started, for some reason, I keep seeing a triad. Now, would it be you and this other person and a third person, or is there another manager? What's that third dynamic? You know, yeah, there
1: there would probably be someone else uh, not – I wouldn't directly – probably not directly working with him, but with a member of his team or, um, you know, with one of the projects that he's got going underneath him, something like that is what I'm maybe thinking. Okay. Now, is there anything to do
2: with conflict resolution or – is it outsourcing to a client? What's that dynamic there where there would be almost like um, someone who's not um, directly involved but is involved? It feels almost like either, you know, advertising or or conflict resolution. There's something there. Uh-huh.
1: Um, well, my area is um, emotional resilience and working with um, adults in supporting them with um their own uh self-care and Perfect. uh professionals mostly and and so the idea and this organization works in child welfare so the mm-hmm. idea that i floated was supporting the uh the child wef- welfare professionals with their own self-care
2: there we go you're, now you're talking my language so i don't uh, know if you know about my background But my field before, actually, I was in child welfare. Um, And so I was hit by an impaired driver a little over four years ago, and I got a brain injury. So I wasn't able to return to work. So I had to reinvent, you know, my whole life and turn the things that I loved into my career. So I totally know what you're talking about with child welfare. And now I really get that triad because you would be dealing with workers but also they've got clients outside. So we've got lots of conflict resolution happening all over the place. So there's a couple of different things here. Have you also considered then working for yourself as well? Because what I'm getting is that that would not be your everything. It would really be your bread and butter and you'd be doing something else too. Does that make sense to you?
1: Sure, yes. I I am consulting uh for a couple of organizations right now. Actually, I'm not getting paid, but I am doing that as part of, you know, making connections and staying involved in the workforce. Um so uh, in a way I am, you know, kind of like contracting myself out, right? Absolutely. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You'll
2: just You'll have provide- to figure out what your breaking point is for when you no longer are giving your services away for free and when you'll start charging. Yeah. That's I really know. important.
6: <laughs> like no. The
2: universe listening, right, Marilyn? So, Erin, do you have anything else you, you would like to share that you've been picking up?
3: Yeah, so a couple things. One is I'm totally with Sam, not giving away too much. Um, so I think you – I love that you're staying connected and it's a way of being generous, but I think that people need to exchange more and it's putting value on the work because so I really think you come up with some very – are you the, like, therapist-psychologist side of this?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay,
3: because
1: I've, I've I have that very same.
3: much – okay, great. And – but you also – I mean, you're you're talking to us, so you're, you're very much in the intuitive world um, – I feel like you're able to give language to that, to child welfare, because what I keep getting for you is to, when you bring it all down, right? If I were to summarize what you do for people, is you teach them how to trust themselves and their instincts. And then when you have caseworkers that are able to do that and child welfare workers, they're actually able to model and teach their clients that because. We all know that we get into trouble. Anyone that's from this field, which is all three of us, anyone that – we get into trouble as human beings when we don't trust our instincts. And we know that people that put themselves in high-risk behaviors don't trust themselves. There's a disconnect. And I feel like you have this really soft, gentle way that has the psychology behind it to take people through that journey.
6: And mm-hmm.
3: I would love for you to keep that because it's yours. It's not the company's. And as much as you can, keep it autonomous to you. And you're very generous. You'll always be give more than you get paid, which is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. And then lastly, so I just invite you to do that because I feel like that you need like strengthening in that area. Like you know, kind of like, damn, yeah, I do really good work. And yeah. and there's and the what the game we play in this world is money. We give you a service, you give me money. So it's nothing, It's there's nothing wrong, it's far from nothing wrong, is for you to ask for money. Lastly, did you have a, someone die recently?
1: Um, I, I had someone who was very close to me pass away, my brother. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: That's what I feel like, that's the piece that um, it feels masculine, and that's why three, I keep getting when <laughs> Sam goes, I feel a triad. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm three, 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 everywhere. <laughs> I feel like. It was so hard for me not to pipe in. I can be, you know, such a yapper. But what I see is um, you're protected. It feels like he it feels like a masculine person protecting you through this journey. And just call him in, like, "Hey, okay, I'm not sure what the next steps are. Help me out." That, but it feels like this is like a sacred, important journey that you have. You'll be getting a lot of guidance and you'll have a lot of inspiration as you move through this. So, okay. and the world needs it right? You can feel that. You can feel that the world needs this.
1: So you've
3: got it. You feel the tug. I say, go for it. Be bold. For you, if I could theme this journey for you is to be bold. And like, as Sam said, to stand on your own and keep as much to yourself so that you can make the changes you see fit and keep it at a very high integrity type of uh, curriculum training, whatever you develop. Erin, yeah. I love you. Okay.
2: I was just about to share that, you know, Marilyn, if you haven't already considered it, I would really consider taking your knowledge and creating workshops. Yeah. And then having these different organizations pay for clients to go to your workshops because I mm. really feel like you have a lot of knowledge and you actually have some very good teaching ability.
3: Yeah. Mm. It's soft. It's not overt. It's a soft way, but I feel like, I like, you get me. It's like, I see myself in your class and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Marilyn gets it. And she makes yeah. me calmer. And so there's an attraction to what you're delivering and how you deliver it. And mm-hmm. there's a it's really wrapped up in a uh, compassion and you know, the compassion fatigue, like, you know, this industry just gets the life uh, professionals get the That's life right. sucked out of it because they're trying to save so many people and you're saying, you know, it's like the oxygen mask on an airplane. Put it on you first before you can help anyone else. And that is critical for them to be successful at these jobs.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true. So I will pursue, I will follow up with this gentleman and um, make contact with um, his group and um, just uh, go along this path like this feels right to you guys, right? Absolutely. And I would invite you
3: to. One last thing. Whoever throws out a number first loses. I feel like with him, try to see if he can give you the number of what he would pay, because I feel like it's more than what you would ask for. Oh, okay. You, 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 it... you, you can, it can build more money. It's going to make you feel incredibly, like, awkward, but if you can be in the awkward,
1: I feel like you'll be like, you'll be money in the bank. Okay. All right. Well, I love that. Thank you so much, ladies. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: you.
2: Wonderful. Thank you. We appreciate you too. Have a great afternoon. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, Erin, are you ready for another call? We've got such a big list here. I'm just going to like I kind of spin it, you know, like Wheel of Fortune. Like spin the wheel and see where my, my little finger here on my computer lands. All righty. So, here we go. Area code four eight zero, ending in zero. Hi there, and welcome to Grounded Roots with Sam Black and Erin Pruitt.
7: Hello, I won the lottery.
2: You won the lottery. Welcome. <laughs> Who are we chatting with today?
7: Hi, my name is Michael.
2: Hi, Michael. Thanks so much for calling in. How can we help you?
7: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going in a different direction, uh, career wise, uh, with a business venture, a partner. And it's got a sales element and so forth, but I still have to maintain uh, the, the job, and right now that's just bartending. And so what I was – the job that I have, and I actually just turned down a, a pretty high-end um, five-star resort type of thing just because it was more work than I was you know, really wanting to do. Do you see the current position uh, that I'm in maintaining it financially for me uh, with basic bills and stuff Um, until this venture gets off, or do you kind of see, or it takes off until, or do you see kind of me getting another position as well?
2: You know, what I actually am seeing is that you do kind of maintain, if not that position, a similar position, because I really feel like the hours are working for you. The other thing is I'm being told to ask you, have you considered asking for help, and have you considered outsourcing some of the things to help get your venture off?
7: Well, the, um, with, with the venture, it's, uh, my partner is highly successful in two different fields, and so it's, and plus he has a family. So it's uh, timing, and we're getting actually finally getting together on Saturday to kind of put things together and, and really get it going um, at least enough where I can kind of take over the reins and, and start moving forward with it.
2: Okay. I'm really getting, though, that you need, first of all, to ask for help. So either that be a virtual assistant or somebody who can help you out. Because I feel like when you talk about him, he's already got supports in place. But I don't feel you do. I feel like you're like the Lone Ranger out there all on your own. And the other thing is that it's been a bit of a struggle for you to ask for help. Would that make sense to you?
7: Uh, Yeah, no, this is going to be, yeah, it is just me. Uh, and he has a whole office, uh, you know, that basically do whatever, you know, he needs done.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, the best thing I can tell you is to get yourself a virtual assistant, even if it starts out at five hours, right? Somebody who can help organize all the stuff that will take you a little longer to do because you are more of the money maker as opposed to the little detail mm-hmm. orienter. And so if you have somebody who can take care of of those tiny little details, I really feel like it's going to take your business to the next level.
7: Oh, no, I I, I agree with your uh, observation, you know, in regards to me that I'm not detail-oriented. And, uh, I mean, we haven't even started yet, so I don't know, you know, there isn't work (laughs) for this this person to do. But, no, I definitely see that uh, in the coming month or two, uh, you know, probably being a, uh, a necessity.
2: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. What do you think, Aaron? Um, Michael, I, I am um, totally with Sam because I totally, <laughs> I'm I big picture. I am not detailed. It is very apparent in all many aspects of my business. So I guess it's hard to do both, and we usually don't. But what I see with you is any time, even before money, so you might, because he's also the investor, right? I feel like he's holding – is he the – is he the investor too? Yeah,
7: he's too? kind of the investor. Yeah, he's got the technology. Uh, I'm kind of the sales aspect coming in at, you know, 50% of the revenue, and then if we sell, uh, you know, 50% of uh, the company I from what I'm uh, – Yeah, I from think what,
3: you got the the sales side totally down. you got, like, what you get, what he gets. I feel like it's a good pairing. However – it's kind of like he doesn't realize some of the things that you have to manage or the details. So I feel like why Sam brought up the negotiate why she brought up virtual assistant is that maybe put that in your negotiations now, like, Hey, so as you move forward, like think it through as you go to sale, do sales, or as you do certain things, what are some of the details that would cost you time? Because I really feel like an hour view on a computer or an invoicing or whatever the heck it would be. Is actually three hours of you doing sales. Your time is really in sales and you'll make more money. Anytime your attention's out of that area, it's kind of like talent. If you were an actor, I don't want you to go manage your schedule. I want you in front of people. I want you PRing. I want you in movies because that's where the money is. So for me, your talent is over there in sales. So be really upfront with him. I feel like he gets that because it feels like he knows that not everyone's great and everything. And I would invite you to be a little bit more, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, just like straight, like, hey, you know, like a little bit more upfront because I feel like um, you're excited and stuff, but I want you to know that you're coming at this as equals. And you right. are, he could not do it without you. So he sees something in you, but you're equals. And the more you treat it as such, the better the business does, and when you get squirrely, for lack of a better word, like ooh ooh, when you don't speak up about your needs, I feel like it it, it kind of dings the business. And hmm. he has no problem. The other thing is he's a great role model for you because he has no problem saying that for him. I need this. that right. He's he's like I always tell people like Ford, you know, who created the cars. He did not know the details of what it took to build the car, and and the, you know he you know the conveyor felt kind of idea he didn't have all the details but he could pick up the phone and ask anyone a question and he could delegate like nobody's business he's really known for his delegation i think that i we are inviting you to start thinking like a delegator now in the areas that you know will take you two to three times longer than if someone who has a very detailed brain could do right and I
1: like your. Well, no, it's funny totally that you mentioned.
7: It's funny that you mentioned that because they're already in the discussions. There has been the, the talk of using like Salesforce as an account manager type of thing, which is just kind of basically you just kind of make notations in the account after a call, blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff, and then you know it it, it helps with that management aspect of what you're talking about, rather than okay, you know typing on a blank document, you know that's A B C, yeah. D E F you know, and then typing the, the yeah. conversation and stuff like that. It's just like boom, boom, boom. It's all right there. That's fantastic. I,
2: yeah.
7: Would yeah. Um, would either of you feel that there's a possibility if I asked in regards to a draw, uh, pr, you know, some type of money for the first couple months? Or do you think that's kind of um, let's see what you can do first? You know, um, I
3: always.
7: Yeah, go, Sam.
2: All right, I always recommend, if you're being called to ask something, ask. The worst case scenario is they say no. However, I don't feel like right away he would say yes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not getting a don't ask, okay? So I think best practice, go ahead and ask for it. Um, right. Understand if the first initial answer isn't no.
7: Right. What uh, do you it,
3: think? It, 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 I, I would say, Michael. I'm with Sam on that. I also feel like you're better served being busy. So if you're trying to do a withdrawal so that you can cut back hours and give yourself more time, I feel like you run. I don't know if you're not like necessarily a procrastinator, but you know, like you <laughs> do better busy. Like, yeah. were well, you a squirrely kid? Because I feel like I wanna keep you busy because that keeps you focused and on task. When you're not Oh no,
7: no. Idle hands idle hands what did they say, hands of the devil. I mean not so much that there's uh, not so much that there's you know, problems and stuff like that, but I just get bored and complacent and I stay in that zone.
6: Oh my gosh.
7: Here's here's the other
2: thing, Michael. If you were to leave your job earlier, I feel like you'd miss the money. You know,
7: it's not great, but it takes care of the basic stuff.
2: Exactly. I feel like you won't, you won't do well if you're feeling uncomfortable, because what will happen is then you'll accept anything. So I feel like if you keep that, it kind of gives you the freedom to play ball with the business during the day.
7: Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And uh, I kind of feel with the right effort in this, um, you know, that there's a really big potential within a couple of months to kind of, you know, get the money that I'm making now uh, just from this business. Cause the great thing is it's residual. So it's yearly contracts and things like that. So uh, for, for at least a 12 month period, it, it's consistent. Once, Fantastic. Once transaction's
2: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we're, we're wishing you the very best of luck with this. Definitely remember to ask for help when you need it. And yep. uh, you lots of love and best wishes. Aaron, do you have anything left yeah. to ask?
3: No, no. I, I think you're gonna do great, Michael. you keep that energy. Yeah, you're just, you know, you're on the fast track. Uh, the more you have to do, I feel like the more you zoom. So that's your, that's your speed, and and let it work for you.
7: Awesome. Thank you both so much. Thank Congratulations. you.
2: You know, Erin, we're getting questions in the chat too. So what I've done is the people in the chat, I've directed them back on over to Facebook because we have so many people who've been waiting patiently on the line. Um, So we are going to go next to area code 505 and the last number is the number one. Hi there, good afternoon. Welcome to Grounded Roots with Sam Black and special guest Erin Pruitt.
5: Hi, my name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful. How can we help you today? Well, I have a question about my sister who's in a nursing home. Um, About eight years ago, I helped her get into a nursing home, and she didn't make it because of her, um, they say that she has a bad attitude, and she has some mental uh, problems. And so she's in a behavioral health hospital right now, and they're trying to find a place for her, uh, another nursing home to go to, because that's the situation she needs for her physical and mental situation. And I'm just calling to see what you see. If, if, is there going to be a place for her anytime real soon? Because her time is running out there at the behavioral health. Okay, so first of all, I want to say,
2: as soon as she started talking about her, I was getting an overwhelming sense of essential oils and different does she respond well to different scents
5: I don't know um I she yeah she's very attracted to perfume she used to win a lot of perfumes
3: mm-hmm.
2: there at the
5: nursing home because they used to have like games and stuff and she's into different perfumes but yeah because
2: I'm not that a lot. I'm not an expert in essential oils so I don't want to pretend that I am But there's a lot of healing benefits to them, but I'm getting an overwhelming sense around me of different scents. And so I wonder if that might be a way to, first of all, help her with some of the issues that she's having around calming and things like that. The other thing that I'm getting a feeling for is there currently is a female staff member, I want to say early 30s, and I feel as though her hair is... Not blonde, but a lighter brown with a tinge of red in it, possibly, like some red highlights. And she actually has a connection with another place that you've already explored. Does that make any sense to you at all?
5: Well, one of her caseworkers has been calling me. I've never seen her, so I don't know what she looks like. She does sound like in that age range. Late 20s, early 30s. Um, her name starts with a K, K like Kim. But she's the only one that's been helping
2: and consulting. She does have insight, though, to a location that you've already either explored or heard about, but that your sister um, has not created. Does that make any sense to you?
5: Well, she had uh, thought that she had placed her in a place, but somebody else got the bed and this gal was off, so she didn't know that um, the place had already given it to somebody else. But she had found a place for my sister, but somebody okay. else got it. That location
2: feels really good to me. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is that part of the behavior stuff is people treat her like she has a behavior problem, and she's really just having a communication issue and reacting. Does that make sense
5: to you? Yeah, she does. um, She's very loud. She has anger issues. Um, She doesn't like to take uh, direction. She likes to do her own thing. And she's very possessive over her things. So she doesn't like to leave her room because then she accuses people of stealing, which is not happening. It's just that she's very possessive over her stuff.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And she also has a lot of unresolved trauma as well. Um, So between the unresolved trauma and the sense that no one will believe her about the trauma – has really um, impacted her ability to receive help now. Does that make any sense to you? Uh,
5: She's never really talked about her trauma. She mentioned it one time to me and I did listen to her. Um, I do listen to her and I believe her. It's just that a lot of people don't have a lot of patience with her. Um, She masks a lot of her issues absolutely my situation is I just want to make sure she goes into a place that is going to be safe for her and hopefully that will be her her last destination where she won't be moved around Um, yeah absolutely
2: absolutely you know I really feel if it's this caseworker we're talking about this younger 30s female I really feel like she has a different insight to your sister than the way everyone else clinically looks at her. And I feel as though she'll make very good recommendations for her. I feel really positive about that. I also feel that if it's possible to have some sort of a case management meeting or something like that at the new space to really talk about changing the language around how she's being worked with,
3: she, I think it's to be...
2: For this, for her, Erin, um, do you have any insight at all?
3: Totally, I, Sam, I'm so with you. I kept getting she's angry because she's just frustrated that people aren't getting her, and I get frustrated when I'm like trying to say something and people talk over me, talk down to me, or are trying to placate me. I'm like, it just pisses me off more. So I think your sister is actually showing very normal signs of. Um, behavior that is reflective of a trauma and not being heard and respected. So what I invite, I feel like I'm definitely, um, we would call it treatment plan. I don't know how, what it's called in Canada, but what you what I would invite you to do is say, look, let's come together. I think if she's going to be, she will be, it feels like she's going to be placed in a place that's better for her. <laughs> and your job is to have faith that that's going to happen that not, you're not you don't need to wrestle the bear to get it to happen. It's about letting go and trusting that she will land where she needs to land, and that's your journey. But when that place gets chosen, and, and maybe when she first, get, first gets there or before she gets there, I would love for you to say, I want a treatment team or I want a case plan. And I think you advocate and you let other people advocate. Like, you would not... Um, you know, I've worked with uh, children with Asperger's. I am, have a sensory sensitivity. I'm not going to inundate them with yelling at them to do something. It's going to be softer, slower. I'm going to be very respectful of letting them feel like they have control over their person and what they're doing. And I feel like she's been kind of uh, – manhandle is not the right word, but it feels like that, like kind of like um, – Really controlled, and she wants more control. It's really where the frustration comes from. It's two part. It's not feeling like I have control, and it feels like I have some anger. I have issues. I have. I've been. There's a trauma, and she needs to move through that. And I feel like she sometimes gets tr- treated like a young child having a fit, and that's not really how she sees herself. And that really is all that matters. Does that make sense?
5: Yes, it does. And I plan to speak to them and let them know what certain things trigger her. But the other thing is I've been involved with her for a long time, and I've been the point of contact mm-hmm. for many, many years, and I'm looking to disconnect myself at some point because I need to move on. Um, I, it took me over two years to find her, that place. It didn't work out for her, and I'm a little angry over that and uh, I just want to make sure she's going to be in a place. I will speak for her and do everything I can up front, but eventually I need to move on. Well, you know,
2: I'm actually really happy to hear that you are planning to kind of detach a little bit because I am picking up some travel for you or relocation, Mm -hmm. something to do with that, and you're actually feeling really tied down right now. So as far as perspective for you, I feel some really good things coming, not necessarily 2017, but end of 2017 into next year is when I'm really feeling like some things are going to shift for you. The other thing, you know, I really just, I really want to just encourage you to trust that she's going to end up where she's supposed to be, like Erin said, because I don't get any feeling of homelessness or anything like that, but I do keep getting that overwhelming feeling smell of all the essential oils and stuff. So I'd love for you to play with that and see if that helps her at all.
5: Yes, and I will um, look into that and I will suggest that to the place where she's going to be. I'm going to give them different ideas, definitely. And then I'm just going to trust that I need to move on in my way because I've been in the situation probably for longer than I really should Um, because my life needs to move on. I've dealt with a lot, not only with her, but with uh, other individuals with issues and problems. Mm -hmm. And it seems to be like the theme. And um, I've worked through it spiritually. So I need to move on and fly. You know, it's so funny. I keep
2: seeing you tied to a cactus, and then at some point you just break a piece off and start drinking and walking away. Yeah. I really feel like, you know, yes, you have been really there for some people, but it hasn't been reciprocal. But that's not that's not your destiny. It does shift and I really feel like it's going to be starting that shift over the summer and into next year. But certainly that movement, whether that be travel or physical move, happening next early next year, if not the end of this year.
5: Oh, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I've learned so much. I've learned so much, believe me, and I've taken so much. And, wonderful. Um, I'm looking forward to it. But it, it makes me feel good that you can see that she's going to be in a place hopefully soon. Yeah, I
2: really, you know, I get the warmth and things like that, so I want to say by summertime. However, if, I feel like you live somewhere warmer than where I live, so that might not mean
6: everything.
5: But, <laughs> yeah, it's really warm over here. It's it was a warm, warm winter and it's warm now, so
6: Okay.
2: <laughs> All right. Well you have an absolutely beautiful day. We're sending you so many hugs, you know. Keep doing what you're doing and know that it's going to shift and your future relationships that you're attracting are going to be so much more reciprocal.
4: All
5: right. So yeah, you won't be
4: able to I enjoy that. It's happening.
5: I do see it happening. It's happening already. A beautiful neighbor moved next door. So these people are starting to come in. So I want to thank you very much for your help. And God bless you, both of you. Thank you.
2: Thank you as well. Thank you.
5: Sure.
2: Hey, Erin, how are you doing for time? I'm good. You're good? Should we take a couple more calls?
3: I think, yeah, I've got time for that.
2: Awesome, because we've got so many waiting here. Okay, so let's see here. You know what's so funny, too? Hopefully, I don't go, because I've just been doing, you know, my random wheel spinning. Hopefully, I'm not going to, like, double-click people who've already been on, but we'll see. Everything, we're always exactly where we're supposed to be. So, all right. So, this is area code 249, ending in 69. Good afternoon, and welcome to the show.
4: Hi, Sam. How are you? I'm great how are you good it's Cheyenne calling
2: hi Cheyenne. (laughs) you know it's so funny because I kept going to you so I'm so glad you got through so Erin Cheyenne is a friend of my Kelly's and she's been so excited to chat with us today so Cheyenne how can we help you
4: um I really just want to I don't know I want to know what you guys see for me in the future like, within the next year or so for my family.
2: All right. So I know some personal things. So those things I'm not touching on. I'm going to let Erin give you all that stuff. But the big thing that I'm getting, Cheyenne, is that there is going to be a move. And I want to say by the end of summer. Are you expecting to move by the end of summer?
4: Um, Kind of.
2: Okay. Because I really do feel like you will be moving. And it's not, like, next door. Like, I feel like it... Okay. <laughs> at least a half hour away almost, it feels, okay? Um, but definitely a move. And I don't know that it's in the works today. Also, I'm picking up like a job shift for your partner. Is that expected? Is he looking to change jobs?
4: Um, They're looking at bumping him up in work. Like, he's in training for a management position, so.
2: Fantastic. I really feel like this coincides with that moving to a new home.
4: Oh, good. <laughs> okay. So I'm kind
2: of feeling like it'll feel like nothing's happening, nothing's happening, and then, bam, it all happens all at once.
4: Yeah, I like the sound okay. of that.
2: <laughs> good, good. All right. So, Erin, have you got some insight for Cheyenne?
3: Yeah, I was totally, I'm was i totally with you, Cheyenne. I feel like it's, it feels to me that work drives the move, and um, I feel I see more money um, coming in. Uh, do you have two kids? Um, I'm, I'm expecting one. oh okay, so you don't have any children? I have, with, like a first I, one I have one I have one
4: at home she she'll be two this month, and I'm actually sitting outside the hospital. I just got out of my ultrasound appointment.
6: <gasps> that's so
4: exciting um, yeah, so do you know the well. gender? No, but if you know, you can you know throw myself <laughs> <a> in. <hint. laughs> Do you want um, my
3: two cents I, here? Yeah, I. What do you what? think, Sam? I know what I'm getting. I'm at. saying
2: boy. Me You're too.
3: saying boy. Yeah. Oh, but then a mover and a shaker. He's very oh, different I than your daughter. Me. Um. That being said, when do you do Cheyenne? Um. I just found out I was pregnant at the
4: beginning of January, so I go for my first midwife appointment on Monday. So I don't quite know. Okay.
3: It feels, to me, I guess, for me, with you, it feels I'm a little overwhelmed because it's like all this change at once. So what I get is I would want to hand over responsibility to you. You're, uh, you're married, right, that's your husband?
4: I will be married.
3: Okay. Well, it feels like husband. Not like married partner. yet, but. <laughs> all right. Well, it feels like the love is that commitment. So you're gonna whenever you get married, I'm going to say, He feels like her husband to me. So I'm going to say husband because, okay, because I can. Um, So I feel like what you do is you sit down with him and you say, look, you, I want you, because it really feels like if he follows his dreams and career and his success, it serves your family. So if you say, look, I'm willing to move. I have some, maybe a couple, one, two stipulations about where, what. But I really feel like he's got a nice eye on the ball he'll move through the company and that more money is um feels i feel safer i feel more grounded so i would say like you hey if you talk about it but share with him being open and that he's kind of leading the charge on that end because i feel like you've got a lot going on with your daughter having the baby and what the moving will look like that you don't have to um don't have to do everything and really just keeping it simple for yourself or you'll kind of go into overwhelm. You're excited but you're also overwhelmed. Does that make sense? Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah. And really, I feel like for your – this time for you, it's about asking for help when you need it. Like, I need some help. I need some help packing. I need this. Because I kind of feel like you run the house more um, than he does. I do. Is that true? (laughs) Okay. Oh I'm like, yeah. I feel like he. I feel like if he was releasing your house to pack, I would be like, "Oh my gosh, she's gonna kill you! You are not rapping that. Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Like he's just. <laughs> I feel like he's great at what he does professionally, but it doesn't translate in the home at the same way. Yeah. So <laughs> you're like the domestic goddess, and he can be like the manager god or whatever that is. So if you yeah. just keep <laughs> following that route, it'll give you some freedom. And. Okay. Asking for help and asking family, friends, because I actually feel like people want to help you. You just hesitate with asking, and it really feels um, like there's an ease when you allow people to help, and even when you allow your partner to help when your husband is helping. It feels like you go, oh, this is so much nicer, instead of you trying to, you know, grin and bear it and do it yourself. Yep. And your kids are fine. They land wherever... I feel like your kids, you could take them to anywhere, and they're going to be like, fine. You guys are a nice little um, – your family's tight and can move anywhere the business work requires, and it doesn't have a negative – it actually – it feels really beautiful that you guys become closer. Some families can't move around like that and be as successful, but you you guys can. Awesome.
2: And I do that's feel so that good. sense of growing closer to Cheyenne. I do feel that sense of that too. Um, so I have okay. to echo Erin saying it feels really good, and definitely things feel really good with the baby.
3: Yeah,
4: good. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> but, but that's good to hear. Honestly.
6: Oh wonderful!
4: Yeah, thank you so much, Eep. girls. Honestly, that's just it's a relief. I feel like we've just been stuck in this rut for so long, and I don't know. That's good news.
2: Oh, uh, well, you hang in there. Things are looking bright for you, and I'm sending you big oh, hugs. Right. And um, now that Miss Kelly's home, hopefully I'll get to see you soon.
4: Yes, I'm going to try and get down there soon. So, Miss <laughs> <But
2: Ms. laughs>
4: Kelly, I haven't seen her in a couple years. <laughs>
2: Yes. Well, she's not too far from you now. Okay, take really good care. We're going to take one more call before we end the show. Um, thanks, Cheyenne. Take good care.
4: Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Erin.
2: My All pleasure. Right. Are you ready? We'll take one more. I have to apologize to everybody on the chat. You know, I, um, I'm not... I'm not real skilled in reading and chatting at the same time. So I've been trying to maintain the chat at the same time. But definitely, you know, check out our Facebook pages. So I'm um, Sam Black, certified psychic medium and wellness coach. And Erin, what's your Facebook page?
3: I'm Erin Pruitt, P R E W I T T, or Bent Wings Incorporated. So either of those, just uh, like me and yeah. follow me.
2: Yeah, and my Grounded Roots Wellness, Inc. page, too. And those are great ways for you to reach Erin and I. We check them quite often. All right, so we are going to go. I'm going to go with area code 678, last number 9. Let's see here. Hi there, and welcome to the show.
6: Hi there. Hi, how are you hi. Doing?
2: hi. really well, how are you doing?
6: I'm good. And who are we um, speaking with today?
2: There,
6: yes, this is Gina.
2: Hi, Gina.
6: Yes, hi, how are you doing?
2: We're wonderful. How can we help you today?
6: Yes, Um. I'm, could I be like the last caller to see what you see coming up for the year for me? A quick journey.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so currently, would it make sense if if I said to you, you're looking for more of a commitment?
6: Um, that can be in all areas of my life. Um, because the yeah.
2: reason why is I'm being shown a diamond, and I feel like it could be relationship related, but I feel like it relates to other areas in your life too. Like you're really looking for commitment and stability.
6: Yes, definitely.
2: Okay, so let's start with the relationship piece first, okay? So I feel as though currently you're not married. Would that make sense to you?
6: Yes, I am divorced. Good.
2: Not good that you're divorced, of course, but good that I'm picking up the right stuff, right? Okay, so here's the thing. You have had someone from your past kind of peek their head in a little bit, but you know, not totally engaged. So I feel as though you've either bumped into somebody from your past or maybe they added you on Facebook or something or someone's talked about them being back in town or something, but you haven't fully connected, but there is an undeniable chemistry between the two of you that has not lapsed. Do you understand what I'm talking about?
6: Um, well, I'm not sure. Um. I, met, I, I think I had one person, but... Um, I just saw that it just wasn't going to last of still playing games, so I didn't really, you know, want to even go that route again. Um, Absolutely,
2: because you're definitely wanting some commitment, right?
6: So I want
2: you to keep your eye out for that that special someone from your past. So either you had a crush on them years ago or maybe you dated briefly. I'm not sure what it is, but there's definitely some sort of chemistry there but the timing was okay. way off back then. And I right. feel like this person has come out of a relationship, not necessarily a great relationship, but he's ready to start fresh. Oh, Oh.
6: okay.
2: Okay, so I feel okay. as though, you know, it's not like you've been on a date yet or anything, but I feel like his name's been dropped or maybe you saw him. There's something within the last two months you've heard about him. And thought, hmm, he wasn't too bad. I liked him. But then didn't give a whole lot more thought. And I feel like you're going to okay. keep bumping into each other, even energetically, okay? So that's that okay. piece of it. The other thing, I want to talk to you about your job. Why am I being told to tell you that it's time to do what you really love instead?
6: Um, That's funny because I am looking for work. Um, it's been a two-year uh, period for me. As far as trying to find work, going through a divorce, my son's illness, I mean, I had a lot of stuff going on. Um, I do something on the side that's creative, but um, I'm at the point now I need some benefits and I can do something on the side, my creative work on the side to build that up.
2: Good for you. But just make sure you keep your fingers in doing what you love doing. It's really important because you are somebody who does get bored easily. And you also oh. do get a little resentful sometimes. There's two sides to this. So, you all, on one side, it's because you're there for everybody else. And then when you need them there for you, they're nowhere to be found because they think it's, you're one to one. The other piece is you don't want to get stuck doing things you don't like. Okay. So, you've already carried that and it didn't work.
6: Right. That is so true. <laughs> is so
2: true.
6: Okay,
3: Erin, have you thought of any
6: insight. Yeah, Gina.
3: Um, what's your astrological sign? Capricorn. Capricorn. Okay, so that, that was like it's so linked to you professionally. Couple things with I. Can't, so I want you to investigate Capricorn a little bit more because what I get with your Capricorn tendencies, if you don't respect the people you work with, you are a pain in the ass. Can I say ass? Okay. I just said it again. Oh wow. Well. Very. <laughs> I'm with Sam. You get resentful. You get irritated. But when you're with people that you trust and respect and you like the work, Uh you zoom.
6: It's easier. But you have a
3: tendency. I think you've gone through this big transition. To me, it just feels like you went through a clearing out of the closet in your life. So all of this was to give you a fresh start because, honestly, I feel like sometimes you really – pick things that didn't serve you, feel a little toxic, and piss you off. So I would go, hmm, what, well, who am I now? And I feel like one of the things that your tendency is sometimes to go back to, well, I've done this, this is how I did it, and it's not that you can't. I want you to learn from this. I want you to move forward, allowing yourself to be new and fresh and be honest with yourself. 'Cause I also feel like that relationship that you in your divorce was because you became a manager. You really mm-hmm. work hard and you manage people and then they might not be loyal, they might not be faithful, or they just expect you to manage them and that just is exhausting. And I feel like you're at a point in your life where you're over that. There's skills in this that you can manage and you can get things done and there's skills in being a hard worker, but mm-hmm. you need more balance and taking care of yourself and really, 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 really being honest. Does, does this person, so when you look at, am I excited? Do I trust them? Are they exactly the way I want, like, I want you to get with relationship and with work? There's nothing, it would, how do I say this? I don't want you to try to change them to be what you think they can be. I want you to accept them the way they are because you try to put your finger in there and make some adjustments, and then you go, well, if I can do this, then I'll love it. No, 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 no. no. I don't want you to be at work, and I don't want you to do that in relationships. I want you to, you know, let's say you and I saw each other, and I'm, I'm the guy, and I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, and you get a chance to, like, check me out and screen me, and you want to date me or not. If you say to yourself, oh, I like this, but I don't know about this. Oh, maybe if he changes this, that's a no. Because you're not accepting me for all of who I am. Not who I can be. And I think you're just too damn tired and over Uh it to keep doing that. So get that lesson. And I feel like you're really on the precipice of getting the lesson and not having to repeat it. But, you know, habits are habits. So you could have a tendency to throw yourself back there easily but just course correct, okay? So that feels like work and relationships, same lesson, same opportunity to really call in and stand in what you want, and it doesn't make anyone else wrong. It's just finding the right people for you.
6: Right, definitely, definitely. And that's why I've been just not dating because I know I can go back to that, and I don't want to go back to that. I want want something that's on my level or – little up and right. just have your yeah. stuff together. I mean, I need somebody to have their stuff together.
5: I don't want to be the mother
6: or the manager. Right. For you. Yeah,
3: and yes. that will serve you because it will light you up and it will be someone who's your equal,
6: emotionally
3: yes. stable
6: um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make you,
3: and you do, you do attract people that like, because you're kind of like, you're badass. So it's like, Gina, fix me. Fix me, and you're like, I am so over it. I am not the human mechanic here. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. over it. So, that I just keep standing in that knowingness. And I think you really life has a way of picking up, it's easier for you. I feel like the more I look down the road, it's easier and easier for you as long as you don't try to be the fixer,
6: right? Exactly. And I don't, I don't definitely don't want to be that anymore. I've been there and done that. Mm -mm. I didn't like that. Right. So the question
3: mm-hmm. for you now for the future is what do I want? Who serves me? Not to let go of what could past. What do I want? Who do, what do I want? Like explore that. And I feel like that's what you'll just keep calling in, in prof- professionally, romantically. I know probably be a lot of areas.
6: Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And Gina, really, the whole thing I'm picking up is make sure you're moving towards what you want, not running away from what you don't want. And to find commitment, you have to be willing to fully commit. Good, bad, and the ugly.
6: Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. I understand that.
2: Awesome. Awesome. We're sending you so much love. Thank you for calling in today. Thank you so much.
6: You take care.
0: You too. Our pleasure.
3: Bye-bye. Bye, Gina. I want to steal some of Gina's badassness.
2: I know, isn't she awesome? You know, we've had so many yeah, great my, calls today. And I feel bad because I know there's still some waiting. So we just can't keep going. But definitely come on to my page, come on to Erin's page, connect with us. We'd love to connect with you. So, Erin, what's coming up for you and Bent Wings?
3: Bent Wings, I am actually uh, working on creating some more meditation classes, and developing my executive mindfulness coaching. And like always, I have openings. I do one-on-one sessions with people, especially when it's around your life purpose and what's your soul journey, and people find those incredibly powerful. So jump onto my Facebook and make an appointment. Um, Yeah, and then I'm also working on intuitive class the next level of how to kind of trust your guide and your instincts. So a little bit of what I'm doing. I'm trying to keep up with you, Sam, is really what I'm trying to do.
2: (laughs) Well you know, I'm actually coming to California in June.
3: You are? Woo woo.
2: I am. I'm in San Francisco, but I'm hoping to find a way to make my way your way for a little bit. I'll figure figure out out. out next. We'll come up with something. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining Erin and I today. You've been listening to Grounded Roots with Sam Black and my special guest, Erin Purritt. And, you know, Grounded Roots is all about bringing wellness to every area of life. And this was our way of giving back to you today by offering these free readings. If you'd like to connect with me or with Erin to schedule a reading, gain insight, get some coaching, or just see what we're up to, definitely check us out. I have our website right on the description of this episode. And you can reach us all the time on Facebook as well. So that's it for today. I'm wishing you so much love. And thank you, Erin, for coming on and playing today.
3: My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
2: Awesome. All right, everyone, sending lots of love and have a great day.